welcome to the latest episode of A Novel Evening. My name's Danny. You can find me on Instagram as at Blotted Ink Books. And for this episode, I'm joined by not one, but two uh, incredible authors. Uh, and their joint novel, Twin Crowns, uh, has just come out. You're probably seeing it all over Instagram. Um, it is the perfect slice of fantasy. It's got romance, it's got kick-ass heroines, um, it's also got some gorgeous sprayed edges if you head to Waterstones. They are, of course, Catherine Doyle and Catherine Weber, the two Catherines, um, with their glorious twin crowns. Um, I highly recommend it if you're a fantasy fan and you just want a slice of escapism, this is the book for you. Um, and I'm really thrilled to welcome them on to chat all about their novel evening. A huge hello to Katie and Kat. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, hi. Thanks so much for having us. Oh, I'm super excited. I uh, I cannot wait to talk with you guys about the book. Um, this is a this is a joy for me. Um, and you guys have obviously had such a busy a busy week or so because it's been launch week, hasn't it? It is never ending. It's, <laughs> but the, we're excited. The book came out on the UK on the 12th, and then in the on May 12th, and then in the US on May 17th. Um, so it was really fun to have the releases so close to each other, kind of kicked it off here in the UK um, and then led into our uh, US um, time. We stayed, Kat and I did not go to the US for the launch for this one just because I have two young kids and everything was a bit hectic, but uh, we celebrated virtually. So that was exciting. I loved it. And I loved you guys obviously had uh, a ball, didn't you, for your launch, which was crazy. <laughs> We literally, that was one of the first things we asked our publishers early on. We were like, can our book launch be a coronation ball? And I don't think Katie or I ever actually thought that was going to come to pass, but it was a legit full on like royal ball. with like everybody dressed in gowns and regalia. It was like a pinch me moment for sure. And the oh, no. venue looked like an actual castle. It was in this, um, what's now a museum, but it's like a, a gatehouse um, from... I think like the 1300s. So it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, they had rules about what kind of high heels people could wear. Cause it's like a historical building. <laughs> yeah. um, and my ball gown had a lot of glitter on it. And I didn't realize, I mean, I realized in the pictures, but I didn't realize I would be shedding glitter everywhere I went. And I was like, oh my goodness, historical building. I'm so sorry that <laughs> you now have glitter all over your stairs, but they were very nice about it. <laughs> now you're shiny. Yeah. Oh, you guys looked, both of you looked amazing oh, as well. I was, so I want to know where everyone got all their gowns from because everybody looked luxe. Good gown. I mean, I'm yeah. not going to lie. Do you think for this? I think we'll probably take some inspiration from our coronation ball for our, our evening this evening. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. And obviously is this you guys' first time working together to, to write a novel? Yeah, I mean, Katie called me up kind of in the middle or at the start of what we know now of the pandemic and was like, hey, what are you up to? I think you should set aside your other deadlines and work on a book with me. And then she kind of pitched this idea of doing like a really fun, swoony kind of high stakes fantasy rom-com about twin sisters separated at birth. And Katie would write one twin and I would write the other and they would kind of have these di divergent lives that eventually come together. And it was just like such an exciting phone call. It was immediately like the most compelling project like I'd ever thought about or worked on. No, we had so, so much fun. It's definitely the most fun I've ever had working on anything. Um, so I co-write, uh, both Kat and I write YA and middle grade. And um, it's one of my middle grade series, or the only middle grade I write, I co-write with my husband. So I had experience co-writing, um, but 
Reading the cat is way more fun. <laughs> I was going to say, when you were like, this this was the most fun I've ever had writing. And I was like, I'm pretty sure she writes with her husband. <laughs> I do, I do. And, you know, no offense to the dragons, but uh, co-writing spoony fun romance with cat is a million times more fun. We just wrote exactly what we wanted to read. We put in so much of what right. we loved into Twin Crowns. We had so much fun brainstorming about tropes we love and, you know, the things that we really like to sink our teeth into as readers in fantasy and um as fans of rom-coms and we just tried to infuse it with all of the things that we love oh I love that and obviously I don't know if that lends itself to the love interests because you have two really swoon-worthy love interests thank you um I'm here for both of them I've not really got a team I'm happy with either or both like (laughs) I love both of them as well although I'm Sometimes because I don't think Kat and I have mentioned, so we became friends first uh, through our literary agent. We shared the same agent then became very good friends. And then I introduced her to my brother and who she is now engaged to and getting married to this summer. So we are also sisters-in-law, but when you are co-writing Swoonie scenes with your friend slash soon-to-be sister-in-law who is engaged to your literal brother, sometimes you're like, I'm not going to think too much about the like inspiration <laughs> behind what this character <laughs> is like. Yeah, don't, don't look too deeply. <laughs> into that and also you guys are very much stuck with each other now that's it yeah that is it it's a little bit like I'm marrying Katie in a way (laughs) we're so entwined so entwined (laughs) Um, it's great though it's we have so much fun oh there's not gonna be any like scandals down the line then that's it you guys it's gonna be like a big falling out because you're you're, you're tied together now yeah it would be very very complicated no scandals I, I mean, I obviously, I loved the book. I was very lucky to be part of the big read-along um, that took place. Um, I loved the characters. I loved the world set up. And I'm very curious what will happen next because you really left it on a on a cliffhanger. We have yeah. written book two. And also I, want, I have to give a shout out for that read-along. It was so much fun. Um, it was through Tandem, I believe. It was so exciting seeing people do like real live um, reactions to the chapters they were reading. That was so fun. It was one of the more fun things I've, kind of witnessed as an author I have to I didn't realize you guys were in the chat either to begin with um <laughs> it was like when we did the live and you were like oh, it's really cool reading it well I was like oh you guys were there but I think there's something really special about a read along I think experiencing it with other readers and for you guys to be able to see that must be I'm so sorry your baby is so cute I, I meant to be really to- professional but <laughs> the way she's thing. looking at you <laughs> I have my uh, six-month-old baby currently strapped to me who was meant to be sleeping, but she's just woken up and she's uh, just gazing, just listening around. Um, uh, but thank you. I appreciate that. She, I will agree. She is cute. But no, the read-along was so fun. And what you were saying about book two, we so appreciate that you saying that about the end of book one. Book two is written. It will be coming um, mid-May next year. So about a year after book one. And Kat, dare I say it is more swoony and more fun than the first one. Yeah, I, I like I'm obsessed with book two. Um, we just did that thing again where we took both sisters and sort of, I guess, without giving too much away, just like flicked them far away, way out of their comfort zones again, kind of in, in different directions. And um, yeah, definitely more romantic, more um, like higher stakes, bigger villains, just a really kind of swashbuckling good time, I'd have to say. Yeah, we're we're big fans of it <laughs> new bodies oh. more hot characters this is not a spoiler to say we mentioned by just reference in book one so rose's best friend celeste pagassi has a brother marino pagassi who she mentions offhand a couple of times and he's just known as being very handsome so of course we had to bring him on page in book two 
and he is quite purposely described as uh, to look like um, the actor who plays the Duke in Bridgerton because we think he is very attractive. So, you know, if you are listening, please, um, if there's ever an adaptation, we wrote this part for you. <laughs> Katie will frequently that. do that shout out. She's done that shout out a few times. I think we're going to get him, Katie. We're going to reel him in eventually. <laughs> You're going to manifest that. That's what you've got to do. The more you yeah. say it, the more likely it is to happen. Exactly. Exactly. Just, um, but no, we had a lot of fun. Like I said, just basically book two, we were like more hot characters, more tension, more drama, more humor, more, like Kat said, upping the stakes. Um, so no, we're a... Uh, Two, two, we keep saying we're calling it it's like two twins two crowns like too fast too furious that's not actually the title but yeah <laughs> just with the was. number two yeah. <laughs> do you see this as a trilogy is that kind of the plan or you're not sure yet yeah we yeah, would love think, for there yeah. to be a third book we would love to be building to that arc we definitely you know, yeah. built this world and we think the world is bigger than just two books but yes we will see for that to happen we need to sell books so readers keep buying twin crowns buy the books <laughs> i mean it definitely it feels to me like it's got that really classic fantasy trilogy feel to it um <laughs> it really lends itself to that i think and i know there's been a lot of comparisons to, like the princess bride there's been a lot of that a lot of comparisons to that which i definitely feel mm-hmm. um and yeah do you know what i think it's a bit of escapism that we've really needed <laughs> thank you yeah. that, you know it was for us when we were writing it it just felt like pure escapism and then you know when we went on submission with it I think, you know, a lot of the editors that we heard from all said the same thing. And they said, you know, right now, you know, because again, it went out in 2020, which was a bleak time. I know we're still kind of an ongoing sort of bleak times. Um, but that was definitely what we were hoping for. For us, it was such a joy to write. We just wanted that to come through in the reading. And we really hope for readers now, um, you know, who discover it, that they find, you know, a bit of hope and joy and light in it. You know, we, it was quite purposely written to be joyful. Yeah, it definitely, it has that feel. It's, I mean, there's a lot of fantasy now that is on the darker side, um, but this feels, I mean, obviously it's it's YA, but this feels lighter. It feels fun, oh, um, which I loved. Uh, and just to check, who writes who? So I write Ren the witch uh, twin and Katie writes Princess Rose, the princess. <laughs> and we have a lot of fun. We edit each other um, in great you know, and we plan everything in great detail. Um, so I can say hand on heart, I love both twins just as much. I love both Me Rose too. and Red, even though primarily I write Rose um, and just kind of dabbled Ren a little bit. Uh, someone asked us recently, like how we would fare if we swapped each other's twins. And Ren is so clever and sarcastic and funny. And it was the reason I first wanted to write with Kat, she's the funniest person I know. And I definitely put in elements of humor into the book, but I do more kind of like situational humor physical is a weird word because it's a book but if that makes sense whereas yeah. like cat is like amazing like this one line zingers and like that <laughs> you know and I just I feel like I'm not clever enough to be in Ren's head but what I would do if I was writing Ren is just put her in increasingly embarrassing situations because <laughs> Ren is so sure of herself I love the idea of Ren feeling awkward and embarrassed it makes me laugh it makes Katie laugh it makes me cringe I'm like ah I'm really bad at situational humor uh, Katie and I were always laughing whenever we have to like do a big scene like one time I just like made the character fall asleep um, for the whole chapter. So I didn't have to deal with it. And Katie was like, you can't do that. You have to actually you <laughs> write something that happens. Write something so, that happens. Yeah, I was like, I prefer humor and dialogue. Like I love dialogue and kind of quick dialogue. Whereas I wouldn't be very good in like the situational Although, humor where the Rose finds herself in. 
for me, even though as much as I enjoy situational humor, I am terrible at like any kind of like big logistical scene. Anytime there's like more than four characters who are physically doing anything, I'm like, I'm confused, I'm lost. And so Kat has to like check all of our battle scenes, all of our anything that like logistically or like even things like climbing. There's a scene in the book, this isn't too much of a spoiler, where Rose has to climb down a cliff. And I think the first, my first stab at it, I had her like scampering down in a way that made zero sense. Or, like she like, kind of made a ladder out of something. I don't know. It didn't make no sense. So Kat was like, why don't we do this instead? And it made so much more sense. I feel like maybe I even had her on the back of Shen, like, you know, like in Twilight when like um, Bella's like little spider monkey. Spider I, feel monkey. Like, I feel like I might've written that down a cliff. Didn't I work. don't remember, but I remember reading it being like, <laughs> yeah like I'm not a scientist but with the physics here this doesn't make sense <laughs> this is why co-writing is such a joy because you can um, have your you know your friend and your co-author to kind of check you on the make sure everything makes sense and you know if you're trying to write a book that's got a lot of humor in it if it's just you you're in your head but if you're writing with someone else and you're making that other person laugh you know you're doing at least you're making one other person laugh <laughs> I love that and Kat you had some pretty saucy scenes uh for Ren yeah I have to say I enjoyed them thoroughly uh (laughs) I like the spice what can I say Katie oh we always laugh because Katie always has to tone them down she comes in after and she's like oh just tweak that a tiny bit I'll always like try and push it to a to a certain level like like, she was writhing on him I'm like no no too Mm. too too quick too far we need slow burn slow and burn (laughs) slow that burn right down more spice more spice and then I always go into her like Shen Rose and I'm like doing little edits trying to like <laughs> ramp it up I, <laughs> ramp I, it. I mean I love romance and I love I love I love a little bit of spice as well I'm a, you know like you said it is you know it is YA and we want to make sure that you know I would love for this book to reach readers age like 11 to 111 you know mm-hmm. um we I, I know I just referenced Twilight but kind of in that way that Twilight made paranormal romance so accessible mm-hmm. to so many people you know, we would love if Twin Crowns kind of was like that for fantasy romance. Just a, just a small goal, you know, yeah. just to be. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. No so pressure. I, I think, like you say, with the YA, I do wonder, you know, Sarah J Mass obviously wrote Akatar and it was on the YA shelf. And then I feel like she realized she really liked the spice. Yes. And yes. kind of took it out. I know you had a, I did watch your chat with her, which was incredibly cool. Oh, um, thank you. Sarah's been very me. supportive of Twin Crowns. We have, we, uh, she's our, she quoted for the book, which was both Kat and I are huge fans of her books. Yeah. Um, we love Throne of Glass. We love Akatar, Crescent City. Um, and so, you know, to, especially because Twin Crowns is a little more tame than what she's doing now. So the fact that she enjoyed it and, uh, you know, publicly endorsed it meant a huge amount for us. I see some parallels though. I do see some parallels, especially with the way you write female characters. They're, That's you know, such high praise. Cool. I really appreciate it. <laughs> like, they're very cool here. female characters, um, but they're also quite vulnerable. <laughs> I see you're getting your uh, headphones attacked. <laughs> just, just, uh, just been balancing things over here. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have a high hopes for you guys this evening. I have to say. Um, I'm expecting something fairly lavish at this point because it seems like you don't do things by halves. No, we don't. It's <laughs> true. We really don't. We really do go full, full on. I might have just for the I have a Texas for backup from my my sleeping baby has has not. She's being quiet, as I'm sure you can tell, but she's just 
very squirmy. Children are like tiny ticking time bombs. You're like, you're being good right now. How much time do I She's have? super curious <laughs> as well. Every so often I see her like looking at the screen, like, what is this? What yeah, is happening? Yeah. My little girl did the classic. She actually interrupted one of my recordings, like on the stairs and I had to keep muting and was like, <laughs> she's like peering through the banister. Um, I will say working in children's publishing, people are wonderfully uh, accommodating when you have a small child pop up. I will say also a six month old is easier than a, a toddler who'd be interrupting. Anyway, neither here nor there. Back to our fictional evening where no children are invited. No children, <laughs> no kids are allowed. This is why I do this podcast where kids are not welcome to join into my sphere unless they're this cute and then they can just be in the background uh yeah I'm I've really got high hopes and I say next time you guys have a royal ball I'm gonna gay crash it I'm gonna find out where it is you should have I wish you could have come to ours I'm just gonna casually turn up in my ball gown I'd be like oh you guys are doing this a casual we'll have another one yeah is the best thing I mean having a ball gown is just really a fun thing to have and crowns Kat and I really happy wrote a book called twin crowns because we just have an excuse to wear crowns all the time now. You do have a lot of you do have a lot of pictures with your crowns, which yeah. I love. I think you should <laughs> wear them shopping. You should just it's the accessory. I know it's a shame because like my head is so big, I feel like the crown gets really sore after like ten minutes. It's like yeah. You I mean, I'm hoping. Head. I'm hoping for this evening there'll be crowns. I've got. Yes. Oh yeah. Hopes oh, you yeah. can't write a book called Twin. And it's interesting. One of the reasons I was so excited to do this podcast was, you know, both Kat and I think that in you know, uh, fantasy, especially why fantasy, like a party is that you need parties, like, and Mm -hmm. there's quite a few in Twin Crowns kind of big party scenes and kind of set pieces. um, And you have to have those. Quick handover, hand the baby over. (laughs) I do. I love it. Like you say, in fantasy novels, whenever there's a party, I get excited because that's where you get to go a bit wild when you're writing, don't you? Yeah, and you want to think about, you know, we were talking about, and it was really, so our um, cover, which is gorgeous, it's illustrated by Charlie Bowater, um, has really interesting details in the clothing. And when Kat and I were kind of thinking about the things that we as fans of YA fantasy love, you know, you want like luxurious, beautiful clothing. You want those epic parties. You want incredible food. You know, you want it all to, to come together. And so um, that was something that we quite purposely put in. I think at an early stage of edits, an editor asked us to combine two parties. And we were like, absolutely not we need two parties with different dress codes and different themes and different food I think that is that is literally the metaphor for life though why would you ever have one party when you can have two exactly okay so two parties two two parties yeah that's why I asked you guys I was like is this one party or two but I'm intrigued I'm intrigued to see the last duo we had on had two very different separate parties um And for one of them, I used the term party really loosely because it was at the end of the world. Um, so less a party and more a morning, I would say. Oh, that's so grim. <laughs> it, was a, it was a weird flex, but she made it work. So you guys are going to combine some ideas. So are you agreed on where we're going for your evening? Well, I think so one of the things that's interesting with Twin Crowns is um, so in the book, the, we're taking a lot of inspiration from the book for our, our real life party. There is Anadon Palace, which is like this regal royal palace where Rose spends her, has spent her entire life. And then on the other side of the country, we have uh, Ortha, which is where the witches are. And it's cliffside and it's, you know, windswept and ocean waves. And often we're asked, would you rather live in Ortha? Would you rather live in Anadon? And I came up with a cheater answer, which I'm using for that we're using for this. I want a palace by the sea. So I want like an amazing epic castle 
but on the cliffs. So we're combining both. So we're getting our ocean. It's like an ocean. Are we allowed to do that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's making me think of the one in uh, Narnia. What was it called? Care Paravel. There's literally on the cliff. As you said that, that's what I pictured with looking out. Oh my gosh. Yes, that is the vibe. Oh God. The sea behind the throne, you know, the sunset. So that good. The exactly. only other one I would do for you to there is, and this is a slight teaser for book two. In book two, we have a big part. We find out more about um, the desert in the middle of the country that we invented and um, the lost sun-kissed kingdom. And there is an epic all-night party um, in honor of the sun. That's like this like cool deserty vibe. And it's more like outdoors. So I like that too. But we decided for this party, this, this novel evening that we are hosting, it's going to be in a castle on the cliffs. But we might go out to the beach for part of it because I like some outdoor vibes too yeah okay i'm down with this okay so we've got our beautiful clifftop castle who's the first person you guys are inviting oh okay so do you mean like characters from other books or well it is open i you can invite anybody if they're related to books it's gotta be katie you're gonna agree with me here the character of the duke from bridgerton yes (laughs) We gotta set the tone high. And Marino Pagassi are both inside, invited. Just Kat and I love characters who look the same. So we have Marino Pagassi who looks- What's again, his name? Whoever. Simon? Is the Duke called Simon? Simon, Simon Hastings, yeah. Simon Duke of Hastings. Simon Duke of Hastings. We have Marino Pagassi. We immediately have two handsome men who look the same. Twins, really, you might yeah, say. Twins. Yeah, <laughs> some <laughs> might say they look like twins. But then you guys don't have to argue about who's being escorted in, right? exactly you know who else I'd invite I feel like this really ups the stakes and only because you put it in my head I think we should invite Aslan from the Chronicles of Narnia like actual wise talking lion like can you imagine going to a party and being like sorry is that like a giant lion over there but that really works um I uh, also in Twin Crowns we meet the Geverin kingdom and the Geverins have beasts and they bring beasts to the party so actually they have a polar bear yeah yeah really on brand for us cat all right I love we have Aslan we have the duke I would also like to say that our cliffside castle has easy access to the beach. Like you don't have to do any scrambling down the cliffs. Like you can just okay. be down on the beach. There's a nice staircase built There's in. Beautiful it. staircase. Yeah. Beautiful With staircase. railings. Safe. Um, safe. I think I would also, you know, we were chatting a bit about Sarah J Mass earlier. I would love to have the Bat Boys there. Would love to have Cassian. Party. Love to have Azrael. Um, love to have Reese there. I'm, uh, those are, you know, I am a fan of those characters. Um, so I think that's fun. They're there. Uh, I would love to have Rose and Red. I would know they're our yeah. own characters, but I would love to meet them and have uh, have them there. I think they'd be good fun. I and get to come us. by like, just because by proxy, I get to be there. So you I'm going to steal away with Cassian. Sorry. I was going to ask you, no. Cassian or fan. I love that discussion. Um, Cassian, or there's something about him. I think it's the humor because he's very funny. So funny. So it's funny. great banter. Did great you time. read Court of Silver Flames? Yes. Oh, speaking so of spice. As a cat, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of spice, I, that work is solidly, solidly adult. I have my friends and I, we have a, a book thing that we call like the Thirsty Mums Club. Um, and we literally just, she and I send each other snippets and I have recommended Twin Crowns because I was like, there's some fire in there. You need to get reading. <laughs> yeah. And it's basically we just share our book boyfriends. And we both, she like read that and was like, I need to message you about A Court of Silver Flames. Like, and have you read the, uh, the as, uh, the special? No, I haven't read the as special bit and I need to, um, but I would, I just love there's that dynamic of that kind of banter. I mean, since we were talking about how Cassian is so funny, because that was one of the reasons why Kat and I were so excited that Sarah liked Twin Crowns and she specifically yeah. mentioned the humor in it because like, 
you know, we wanted to infuse, you know, that banter and that humor, that thing that's so addictive as a reader is something that we definitely, you know, we're, we're aiming And with your for. love interests, you've got two very, you know, Shen Lo, I think is very funny. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy, I really enjoy him. And he's like the boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? You'd be like, yes, I love you. But then you've got Tor and you're like, he's so yeah. hot and serious yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. both Tor and Shen are there as well and Celeste um the best friend character Kat I can't get over that you're inviting Aslan I'm so into that you know vibe. who else we should invite is Jamie from Outlander yes and also I feel like this might be really left field and I'll give you final say but what if we invited like Tinkerbell just oh, like a little pixie so much fun. Like, you know dancing I just feel like that's such a cool vibe causing drama I'm just here. like bringing the scandal element up you know a little bit yeah just, I love know. it yeah so, yeah I love it so we've got Tinkerbell there I love so the chaotic. cats dropping in children's fictions into war like all the steamy men and a lion and Tinkerbell <laughs> yeah um, well I think like an an a cool kind of like animal character you know yeah, I mean, you need a talking point as well, don't you? When you've got lots of hot guys, yeah. that's great, but you still need some conversation. Right. Need about. She was I would also love, women. I would, say, I would say, I also would love to invite Carew from Daughter of Smoke and Bone. Oh, I um, love Carew. That's I love Carew, and I think she'd be a what good about, time um, to. Is it Nina from the, the Grisha? Yes. <laughs> Grisha? Nina Grisha. would be amazing. Also yeah. hilarious. I would love to have Nina there. Um, yeah, so definitely so Nina, Carew. Um, He'd oh, have to bring Mateus, right? He would have to come. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, what? No spoilers. How, when in the books are we setting the party? Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, God. <laughs> no, no spoilers there. No um, spoilers. I'm trying to give like contemporaries that I love too, because I would want to be there. There's just this is such. I love thinking about like hanging out with fictional characters. Is genuinely one of my like all time. It'd be really funny to put like a just like a like a normal contemporary like high school teenager at <laughs> this party of like. The all these things i would want um they're so they also will bring a lot of the chaos but um in uh these violent delights by chloe gong i would want to bring juliet kai and roma i love that book yeah they would just be like so they would bring danger yeah it yeah, would like bring up, up our our danger and state. tension as well yeah. there'd be a lot of a lot of chemistry i'm down mm-hmm. for that people would be talking about it they'd be like did you see you know they'd be you know they would have definitely yeah. there because you want if you're having a big party like this you want there to be a scandal yeah lady whistledown can come Lady Lady Muscle down. She can write it up. Get it. Yeah. Get you it guys will be being written about with the Duke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the Duke. Um, I feel like I'm missing like some key, some of my faves. I'm just like mentally thinking of my like favorite shelf and like who we would really desperately want there. Oh, I want Jax from um Stephanie Garber's Caraval and Once Upon a Broken Heart, Broken Heart books. Yes. Um also quite Trixie, brings yeah. a Trixie vibe. Um would you yeah. trust him at a party? No, but no, I like that element. Fun. We, yeah, that's we're inviting to about. We we want a chaotic, you know, a party for the ages. Um, <laughs> a party. Our party. actual ball had no drama, which was amazing. So, you know, 120 people dressed wow. in ball gowns. Or, you know, but no, no. If you want to bring the drama to this instead, yeah, you want to some. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to go sit and drink our wine in our in the tower and watch ever blow in the tower. <laughs> so. <laughs> hello we'll be we'll be dancing there too um is there anyone else that we're like desperately missing i'm sure there's probably hundreds of people we're desperately missing but now i'm just like so overly focused on the image of asthma at this party that it's throwing me it's like consuming what are some other i feel like we've read so especially you katie you've read like I feel like thousands of books. Aslan, I just love the Aslan and Tinkerbell crossover is just excellent. And then we've also got Cassian. I'm imagining like 
if you know we were to give the bat boys a like cell phone they're like taking selfies with aslan like i can picture that perfectly like um i, I literally can see that in my head <laughs> so much oh and of course and then i would i would want the um archon sisters there i'd want farah and uh nesta and elaine there as well would we invite anyone from throne of glass I like, I'm a, I'm a, I like Selena and I haven't read Throne of Glass in so long. Who, what is the name of the one with the dark hair who can turn into a, um, a, a, a leopard? Oh, Lysandra? Yeah, I is like it? Lysandra. I like or her. Manon, the, the witch. Manon, the witch is cool. Yeah, like, like 13. This. That's a bad This one. is the only series I've yet to read um, oh. for my sins. And my friend in our Thirsty Mums Club is currently reading it and I'm getting like updates, like read it. There's just so many of them and it feels like such a commitment. There's a lot <laughs> of them. It's commitment. true. There are, there are six. Oh, I've um, thought of someone. Um, oh. I would have to insist on inviting Legolas from <gasps> Oh, of course yeah. in your you're friends now i'm big mood, big mood. your first great love um wait i want to invite it's not a you know who i, I want to it's can i cheat a little bit and invite a is it i know who you're gonna say yes it, you can it's the yeah. i want to invite the cartoon fox from robin hood yes and and it would be better if he stayed a cartoon as well so weird <laughs> what is with the cartoon fox so we i did a, a live stream with a friend of mine and we did cartoon characters people fancy yeah. And this one came up a lot. Yeah. I don't get it, but I don't really remember them. I'll have to rewatch the movie, but yeah. he's he's kind of like, I don't know. You, Katie, you explain it. He's like, he's just, I don't know. He's like always he's a winking. Like, his like vibes are very similar to Shen Lo. I say the Shen Lo yeah. inspirations are the Fox from Robin Hood, Wesley from Princess Bride. And then also, if you've ever seen the movie Crashing Tech Hidden Dragon, there's a bandit in that yeah. film who like kidnaps someone in the desert, heavily inspired. Um, and so those are kind of our, my three touch points for, um, for Shen. So now we'll have, also, I agree with you. It's hilarious imagining a real life fox or not real life, a cartoon fox. Cartoon not a real fox. Hanging out. <laughs> we don't need, a, we don't need any real foxes. Um, we're fine with our cartoon fox. And then... Uh, this is a good party. It's going to be a good time. I feel like everyone here likes to have a good time and maybe- I feel like it's going to turn after like 11. You know, those parties that start off quite nice yes. and then like night hits and things go a bit wild. I can see like fires on the beach and like- Yeah. Just pure chaos. I would actually like all of our characters from Quinn Crowns minus our baddies, William Rathborn, not, inv not invited. No. But I would love, like Banba to be there. Like I would love to see, she's just kind of like older witch matriarch. Um, I would- Making the bonfires. Yeah, making bonfires, you know, because our witches have, you know, some of them are um, kind of elemental magic. Oh my God. Is it no. bad? Sorry, Karim. Sorry, just guys, it just hit me, came to me inspiration. We have to invite at least one person from the Twilight series. Because you brought it up earlier. Oh, which one though? Who's the fuck? I want Carlisle. Is that weird? <laughs> no, I saw a TikTok the other day <laughs> that was literally like, I think it was like a girl, and she's like, when you hit 30 and you realize that it was never about Edward or Jacob, and it was like slow mo's of Carlisle. And I was like, they ain't wrong. <laughs> we can I... find a whole werewolf clan. Yeah, I didn't say I want all the werewolves. Yeah, I want Jacob and all the wolves. Um, don't really want Bella or Edward. Don't no crack. No, really no. Want, um, Who's the, don't want Jasper, a bit of a liability. Alice I mean, no. doesn't look like he knows how to have fun. And he probably none of, the, someone. None of the Cullens, just, just Carlisle. Just the wolves. <laughs> the wolves and Carlisle. Into it. Yeah, that's genius. So, so good. Perfect. Um, this is right, a so, very man-heavy party. Yeah, we've got, yeah, our, no, we've got right. our ladies in too, because we've, we've, we've got Karoo, and we've got the sisters, and then... We've got the man, Manons. Manon. We can bring all yeah. the witches from the... Yeah, there is quite a few. Them. I tell a lie. 
yeah. it's a balance but we should uh, pick a little bit more female I mean, and also because in my head twin crowns all of the all of the lady characters from twin crowns are coming as well um mm-hmm. uh, this is a big castle we've got a big hole oh, yeah big castle gotta fill the whole thing out um for ease i quite like the things in beauty and the beast that can magically clean things yeah let's cleaning. invite buttercup from princess bride nice well and wesley too then buttercup and wesley to come of together no, quite I'm, darling yeah i feel like buttercup would be i love how we're just combining all she, she'd be the diamond of the season at our party <laughs> <laughs> our party is now bridgerton themed <laughs> Bridgerton theme. Now the ton. Yeah, now, <laughs> now the ton. Um, on the beach with chaos and um, and Aslan. Aslan leading leading the way. Maybe Aslan needs to choose the diamond. Ooh, I love. You know what's that. gonna happen? Like, I feel like we're gonna be asleep later, like three a.m., and then we're just gonna wake Text up each and other. be like, "Oh, I forgot to invite X Y Z." Like a you're gonna have to send it to me as like a disclaimer for me to put into the episode starting missing from this party are the yeah. following you'll have to delve it over yeah they'll yeah, yeah. be here don't, don't worry you will have your invitations i know it's like so terrible imagining not inviting someone to clearly the most epic fictional party of the century i definitely would want the party to start at dusk and then like so sunset like imagine like dinner out on a terrace mm-hmm. like gorgeous food and then it gets like you said it gets and then all the way towards sunrise and it gets quite chaotic post like midnight yeah i think these are good vibes i am this is definitely the party that i'm pleased i'll be present at excellent for sure i'm gonna flirt shamelessly with all of them mm-hmm. everyone um, there men women they're all beautiful humans yeah. yeah it's great and sexy lion and sexy um, <laughs> sexy lion uh, fox i forgot the word fox <laughs> i might flirt less with the lion and the fox i think i'll just be in awe of aslan to be honest with you um, and there's a lot of beauty in this room. And you mentioned very briefly that obviously Rathbone is not going to be at the party. No. It, and I have to ask you, did you mean for the, the big bad king to be quite as sexy as he came across in the pages? Oh, I thought you meant Rathbone. No. <laughs> I was like, what? I've never no, I really no. found him. So we oh, you have... mean Alaric? Yes, oh, we yeah. do. Alaric is meant to be hold that thought for book two alaric oh. is definitely meant to be yeah. he's our so for readers listening who haven't read twin crowns yet twin crowns is set in our fictional country called ina and there is a country to the north called gevra and um the gevrans you meet some of them including uh king alaric who is indeed the young uh, feral, young, king. feral hot yeah. king um purposeful purposeful yeah uh, i, I don't want him to not be invited um i don't want him specifically invited but if he happened to gay crash i wouldn't be mad no, I wouldn't be mad either. I like the I, um, gate crashing is an Alaric vibe as well. I could see that happening. Yeah. He'd be like, "Why I should be at this party? This like I'm the most important person." Why am I not invited? Yeah, yeah. he would turn up with his big ship. He'd be out there in the in the bay. Yes, like, a bit of a bit of a maleficent <laughs> moment. Like coming in. <laughs> what? How I dare feel like you? you guys? You definitely have some ideas if you don't want there though. Okay, who's not coming? Who's like an okay? Absolute no. We already touched on it. No, none of the Collins except Carlisle. none of the Collins except Carlisle. They no don't do a party, do they? They don't understand what a party is or what's involved. They're just oh, no fun. I don't want what's the name of the big baddie evil lady in the Agatar books? Amarantha. Amarantha. Amarantha? Nope, absolutely not. Nope, psycho. Don't want not, her. No, thank no you. No Tamlin. Obviously, no Tamlin. No Tamlin. He had such promise as well. I'm enjoying all the the Akatar chat in this one. Um, in this, uh, yes, yeah, so no Tamlin. Um, 
who is like a character that's a oh no um in outlander no black jack randall Mm-mm. just like you know we want a bit of chaos we don't want anyone who like takes pleasure in other people's pain but there's or, also like some annoying characters yeah, no boring character no no boring people either. no boring no annoying. yeah no boring people i'm just trying to think like edward cullen like edward yeah edward cullen's just for looking at really isn't he no. he's not good on the speaking or the <laughs> yeah or the like uh yeah having having fun i would not i can just imagine getting trapped in a conversation with edward cullen at a party you know when you're like trying to <laughs> oh uh, so intense and so boring so oh, people like oh i think cat is calling me i can yeah. definitely hear and she's like no it's fine you're fine but, uh Kat, who else do we not want at our party oh That's- so hard you know what? I know we said Aslan. I don't want the the oh no children. No children. No children. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to Cassian and your kid turns up? Like uh, ruins the vibe. Ruins the vibe. The children though, because I, I like children. They're in a different part of the castle having a grand old time with like Mary Poppins looking out. Say like, we have them. Oh, we just don't that. want them present for our evening. Not at the party. They're having their own magic I party love time. You you just imagined a nanny, a perfect magical nanny for the literal party. magical nanny so Mary cute. Poppins looking yes. after her. And you've got the furniture so from Beauty and the Beast, so that'll be entertaining them somewhere you know in the turret. Wouldn't want coming. Do not want. This is controversial, perhaps, since Lady Featherdown is there or Whistledown. I don't like Colin Bridgerton. And I also don't think Daphne Bridgerton is that fun. I agree. Yeah, I don't think they'd be either. I wouldn't want either of them coming. I think that they're the duds. Ooh, controversial. Oh, you don't want Daphne there if you've got Simon and you yeah, don't want exactly. that. Exactly. We'll set exactly. this. I also think we get to pluck people from different parts. So we're plucking Simon. Because I don't want to break up a marriage. So we're plucking Simon. What are you things. <laughs> Pre, pre him and Daphne even meeting. So. I like how you threw shade at us there. Like we were just going to go and break up a marriage. <laughs> break up a fictional yeah. marriage. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> um, no, I, mean, I, I would agree. be mad if Anthony Bridgerton came, but once yeah. he got rid of the sideburns. Yes. Yeah. 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 I could, I could invite Anthony. I could see him at the, at the ball for sure. I like that. This is definitely a book podcast. We are also, you know, using some uh, more visuals. different mediums, visuals, like yeah. the, Fox, the, the Fox Robin Hood. <laughs> Um, specifically the Duke as he is described on the TV show and not in the books. Um, I, Kat, you're so right. I am going to, you're going to get texts from us, Danny. We're going to be like, oh my God, we've just forgotten 10 characters that we want to have at our party or that we don't want. But I think this is a pretty good. I think this, I have, literally, I cannot complain about any choices that you've made. Uh, not to put you on the spot, is this the best party that's, that you've been invited to? This sure is it. probably the party I would have made. Oh! Um, yeah, predominantly for shallow reasons. Um, uh, yes, of course, <laughs> obviously. But, but I am... The venue cool. Yeah, it's it's verging on the best. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, do you know who I don't, who I wouldn't want to invite? I actually don't know how to say his name. He's a character from the Northern Lights trilogy. It's a bear. It's a giant bear, but Uh-oh. he wears clothes. Ib- he wears Ib- like Oric. Ib- it's like Oric Bear and Bear Man or Bear and I don't know. <laughs> it's this giant bear that everyone loves, and it just drives me insane because the bear wears armor, and I just have this real bug bugbear about it. So and the bear has no crack either. The bears are not. The bear yeah, yeah, yeah. no jokes. He would um, steal Osmond's thunder. If you have also, if Alaric is there, how will he feel about <laughs> these beasts that are being controlled? I know yeah, it's, it's gonna get it's gonna get 
quite quite you might get ideas actually yeah 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 it would get messy you don't want like you want chaos but the fun kind exactly not the messy kind I think you're gonna have a pretty trashed palace by the end of it Luckily, we've got magical self-cleaning <laughs> palace. You're the only person who's thought about the cleanup. Because I have two young children. <laughs> Literally, that we is don't have the to clean truth. Up. No, we're, we're not clean up. Yeah, we we're have Tinkerbell. Cleaning. She'll do it. Yeah. But it is. I do enjoy it. So it's in Ina, but we've just transported Anadon basically onto the cliffs and thrown in lots of magic and excitement. I now really wish we could go to this party. I feel like you need to request this for your next book launch. Can we have a castle? It needs to be on a cliff. How many of those still exist? Please. Um, and also bring to life some fictional characters. Thank you. I don't think it's too much to ask, really. But keep the cartoon fox a cartoon. <laughs> it's very specific. Don't do well, too much. Speaking of like bringing fictional characters live, one of my favorite things about the release of Twin Crowns has been we've gotten already some cosplay of the twins. And it makes me so, so happy. Because that's like a fangirl of fantasy fiction like I love when that happens and I was something I was like desperately hoping for so and it's cool because people use like cool editing software so they'll like dress up as each of them and like merge them together in a way that is too clever for me um but it's really fun seeing that I specifically want speaking of parties there's a scene in Twin Crowns um it's a Gevrin feast Gevrin as we said is the country from the north and uh Rose has to wear a tiny tiny outfit made of fur and I want someone to make, not necessarily cosplay as that, but like, I want maybe some like fan art or something. So again, if anyone's listening, please draw that scene because I think it's funny. Please specifically draw that ensemble. I love her discomfort in that moment as well. Absolutely kills me. Um, I love it. And honestly, this has, this is up there. This is up there for me as possibly one of the best, the best evenings on a personal note. I would very happily attend attend this one. Excellent. What what are you wearing? Danny, what are you wearing for our party? Now you know who's there. So, you know, dress to impress. What are you wearing? Yeah, I'm kind of thinking like the gown Nesta wears. Ooh, Ooh I love yeah, that. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling that vibe. I mean, it's not because I think Cassie will notice or anything. Um, <laughs> it's purely for myself. Um, or maybe something from like the Court of Nightmares. I might just go wild. I love that. So Sarah writes excellent. Speaking about like, like you know, as fans of fantasy and stuff like reading about amazing clothing is something that we wanted to put in so much stuff that we love to read is those kind of iconic outfits you know that show up again and again like Sarah's um you know Starfell dress um so full confession even though I love reading about beautiful clothes I cannot describe clothing to save my life so like I'll try I'll be like and then there's a train that's doing something and then there's this and Kat will be like this dress doesn't make any sense and she'll come back and like reconstruct it for me <laughs> you like sketch the idea but then I never feed feed uh, our characters so Katie will always have to be like don't like let's do some nice food and all I think of is like hard cheese and bread and stuff. Oh, they're fine and bread. they're, they're fine the they're fantasy. fine the staples of fantasy fiction I'm so um, bad food it's like yeah, apples we, there's always apples in yes. a fantasy we have a lot of apples, apples. yes I love an entire orchard we put an orchard in our palace yards because I love an orchard yeah um uh, I like how you guys are a good team though you I feel like Katie if you handle catering for this event and then Kat can deal with the fashion exactly we've just gotten to we haven't this is a this is an exclusive um we've just gotten to uh discuss I won't say anything specifically about it but the for the cover for book two which is also going to be illustrated by the amazing Charlie Bowater 
And the designer was like, let us know some kind of like descriptions for what you want the girls to be wearing. So that was really fun. To That's so that cool. And her, I mean, the drawings are incredible. They're absolutely, that cover is stunning. Um, I still have my little, uh, my little proof. Oh, yeah, I love, but I am going to get my hands on the one with the proper cover. Cause I think it's, uh, I think it's gorgeous, but it's thank you for, for sharing your wild, chaotic, cartoon lion filled gorgeous real, man fest real the lion cartoon real fox, fox. <laughs> there are women there daddy you just were focused that's on what that's here. what you can call this episode real lion comma cartoon fox <laughs> there were women there i want to pretend like i would notice but i think i'd just be dribbling in some kind of like comatose state all the women are also very you know be- beautiful they beautiful are stunning humans, chaos uh it's a good beautiful it's lion be beautiful lion sexy fox it's gonna be a great party all beautiful around. lion sexy fox that is the uh the vibe so before i let you go um and enjoy the rest of your evening i always ask people when they come on what are they currently reading do you guys have a current read and even busy i have just started literally today the dance tree by kieran millwood hargrave and it's so just beautiful lumen it's beautiful oh my god everything she writes is incredible this is just nothing short of amazing i can already tell it's gonna i read it in literally two days and it was five stars it's just what's amazing about the dance tree is it's gorgeously written but so exciting and pacey because so much happens and like you just you know are just really sucked into that whole you know the the dance plague i would not want any people who have the dance plague at our party (laughs) i know no dance plague oh can you imagine that would be terrible no dance plague oh it's It's super intense as well i feel like as you're reading and cat once you get into it like the more you read the more intense it feels like i was getting to the end like oh my god is this gonna stop like it must have felt like that at the time as well so extreme i love that book so much so much um I'm reading um, uh, uh, Sorrow and Bliss, so a contemporary adult novel, mm. So, but, uh, but I'm loving it. I'd heard so much about it, and I finally started reading it, and it's very clever, very funny. Um, I think it's Waterstone's Book of the Month this month, um, and then I, um, uh, what I'm really excited that's about to come out next month, I won't recommend YA, in the YA sphere is um, Crooked Hearts, all the Crooked Hearts, Crooked Hearts by uh, Melissa Albert, which is very, very good and creepy and delicious. Um, I'm seeing that everywhere. Like it looks so good. Yeah, it's excellent. Um, uh, so that's, I mean, our, both of our TBR. Oh, and I'm very excited to read. Um, I love Emily Henry, who does like romantic contemporary adult novels. I'm excited to read Book Lover because I really love the previous stuff that Emily's written. Do you guys have like a crazy TBR pile? Are you like the bookstagrammers with with the massive piles of books everywhere? Like Katie always has, like Katie's like, for someone who's so busy, she manages to read so much. And my TBR pile goes down so slowly. (laughs) Like it's inching along. Oh, and that will, um, we also probably want to give a shout out for um, The King is Dead um, by Benjamin Dean. Oh, I love that um, It's like, kind of like Gossip Girl with royals and like some and scandal. Very scandalous. Yeah. And that's YA as well. And yeah, then, so good. Yeah, there's just Ooh. lots of great stuff coming. We're in this kind of like golden age of publishing. I think I would say from yeah. like middle grade through YA all the way to adult. I feel like there's just, we are spoiled for choice. We are, we really are. It's important. I mean, I have, my TBR is, disgustingly huge at this point um but it's important there's just so many good books coming out constantly I do have ones though that want to come out they go you know stuff I'm really excited about will go straight to the top of the TBR so yeah and every time I'm like I'm not going to do that I'm going to read these books first and we know it's a lie I don't know why I say it 
Yeah, that's something exciting. Well, we're so excited. Thank you so much for reading Twin Crowns and enjoying it. Like, obviously, I think we all have quite similar tastes, so it means a lot that you enjoyed it. I loved it. And thank you so much for uh, taking time out to come and chat to me all about it. And I cannot wait for book two. Uh, we can't uh, wait for this party. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's do this. What's happening? <laughs> thanks so much, everyone, for listening as well. Hope you enjoy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.